Welcome to the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. And on today's episode, we have a lot of things to discuss. First, <laughs> that's, that's an understatement. Uh, and it's and our anniversary show at, at, at that, too. And it's our anniversary show. Uh, we've been doing this for four years, five? No, technically just three. But three, it's our oh. season. This is our fourth season, yeah. Um, so yeah, three years, but four seasons, and been having fun the whole way. Um, and we'll like I, I like to discuss that too. I didn't put that in my little brackets, but first thing we're gonna talk about is the elephant in the room. Will Smith versus Chris Rock, aka the thriller in Manila. Oh no. boy. Uh no, the, the um uh, the smack heard around the world um unfortunately unfortunately i'm not making light of it i'm not making light of it it's just it's terrible uh just so for those that don't know if you're living under a rock no pun intended uh chris rock (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry but chris rock was assaulted at the uh, academy awards uh he's made a um offhanded comment or joke about um, Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, hair being short, comparing it to G.I. Jane, saying, hey, Jada, I love you. Can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. And the joke didn't really land. Like, some people laugh, but even we'll laugh. But it was kind of a... For me, like in comedy, I didn't think it was really that funny of a joke, uh, because G.I. Jane's so dated, uh, for reference. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, I would have. But I, I, if you're gonna date a reference, you should go with uh, uh, Ripley from uh, Predators. I mean, Alien, 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 <laughs> my bad. But uh, uh, but so be, after that, obviously, we know what happened. Will uh, Jada uh, gave the execute order 66, and Will <laughs> came up, turned to a Terminator, and went up on the stage and smacked. Chris and um, then yelled profanity and got the Academy Award afterwards. So, uh, yeah, it's he awkward. Was performing though, I do he believe was. He, was he was in character. He was in some type of character. He was Richard, man. <laughs> Bill Dozer experienced Chris Rock for U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. Hey, he might be entertaining. I liked him. I liked him in uh, Head of the State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that movie. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, and uh, I liked him in uh, what's that down one Earth? where he, where, yeah, Down Earth, where he died and comes back as a white man. Yeah, it's great, great movie. I well, not great, it's fun. I enjoyed it, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Chris was visual, visibly shaken afterwards, you know, but he kept himself. Composed uh, to finish the, uh, his presentation, his uh, you know, uh, presenting the award for best documentary. Uh, he did better than I would have done. I, I don't think I could have been that composed. Uh, Brandon, uh, I know we differ when it comes to this. Well, I've had situation. a long time to think. Of. I've got into it this morning with people. I couldn't sleep. I got into it with people. <laughs> but I was just trying to say. Because everybody's like crucifying Will Smith. And I'm just trying to say, I understand why he did what he did. 
do I think he was right in doing what he did? No, you should never put your hands on someone, especially in an award show. If you have a problem with it, go talk to him. But if you're in an emotional state, which apparently he was in an emotional state after looking at Jada, <laughs> I imagine she said, you're going to let him disrespect me like this? <laughs> it's like, well, so, well now I got to go do something. <laughs> someone, someone said, she probably said, Tupac would have had my back, you know, because she used to date Tupac. She's kind of everybody's gonna have her back before it's over, but well, yeah, she's she's kind of been she's more than Jenny on the block, but uh, but uh, my take on it is I'm not gonna crucify the guy. Um, man, the people are like comparing him to Harvey Weinstein and you know, saying that to take his Oscar away, ban him, you know, his career should be over. And I'm like, my what, god, what did you hear about the? They said that they uh, asked him to leave, but he refused to leave. Did you yeah, uh, the reason he didn't leave though is because Chris Rock didn't want him to leave. Well, well, because they they asked him to leave, uh, he refused to leave. Then the LAPD was saying, "Well, we can carry him out," but then that's a bad visual that you know the LAPD, who's notoriously yeah. known for like beating up black people, uh, <laughs> carrying out. Yeah, that would have been a bad. Oscar nominated at the time, Will Smith, like the biggest movie star. Um, well, other other than The Rock, I mean, come on, you can't but, deny. But um, I also think this that um, there's some real beef between Jada and Chris Rock. I mean, it's not the first time he's made comments about her at the Oscars. It's it seems personal. Even when he said "I love you," it's like okay. I know certain comics will say stuff like that, and then they'll take a dig at him. Yeah. And, it, and then, you know, I'm not, no, I don't know Chris Rock, I don't know Will either, but I just felt like there's some, something happening between Jada and Chris Rock. Like, well, I know they Jada, did three animated pictures together, so I don't know if something happened while they were sh- shooting. I think it but, is because Jada, obviously, a couple of years ago, boycotted the Oscars because it's Oscar yeah. so white. And uh, Chris made a, a joke saying, uh, Jada, uh, being invited to the, uh, to the Oscars is like me being invited to Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited, you know, or boycotting it. It's like, cause you know, cause the fact is you, like if you boycott a Rihanna's panties, like Rihanna's like, man, I never invited you to be my, you know, just kind of like Jada. Jada wasn't really, I mean, she's in movies like girls trip or whatever. And I'm not a huge Jada Pink, Pinkett Smith fan period. I would I ask been, if anyone is. Uh, I liked her in uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Um, I liked her in Set It Off, and I liked her in uh, Low Down, Dirty Shame. I, I can't say any other movies. She's in other movies that was okay, but I didn't do look at it because of her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like she's like she doesn't put as uh, as uh, Tony Giovanni once said, he does. She doesn't put butts in the seat. No, uh, no, no. And you know this whole. I really believe this this whole situation with Chris and Will has nothing has nothing to do with either one. It's really all about Jada and you know her entanglements. Yeah. I can't imagine how Will Smith felt, how that aired on you know on national television and just now this the dude should just leave her. And she <laughs> and she constantly still is uh says things about him. Uh, putting them down, like, yeah, I mean, they, like sexually, like just making them, making them, uh, you know, uh, 
I don't know, look bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to find. Uh, so I've seen this one thing. I've been doing deep dives and everything. Everything that pops up on YouTube. Uh, so Paul Rodriguez, you know, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. He was in Ali with Will Smith, and he was in Africa when they were shooting uh, the uh, scene, uh, like the thriller in the Manila part. And uh, supposedly, uh, Will uh, got upset because the uh, the guy that uh paul was portraying came on the set and got a, got angry at will and took it out on will that he had a bigger part in ali's you know life than what they were doing in the movie and so will being angry took it out on paul rodriguez saying uh you know you're you're uh mal- miles away from anybody that care about you anything can happen to you here in in, in africa you know and like for, like tell him to watch his step, you know, but kind of like in a threatening, threatening type of way. And he kind of said that just kind of stuck with him. And so when he said he's seen that that look on Will's face after he smacked Chris, uh, it kind of re- triggered that memory. And 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 then I thought about Chris, how Chris would have felt being after being smacked. Um, Chris being bullied uh, in school. Uh, I imagine that was a trigger for him. Anybody, that, as you know, you talk yeah. about publicly being bullied in school. Uh, mm-hmm. I've talked about being bullied in school. Uh, I think that that can be triggering. Uh, and um, and it's and I cringe every time. That's why I'm not playing the clip because I don't want to see. I don't like. I don't like seeing people getting uh, hurt for real. You know. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not about that. I'm not about that. So I can do it on wrestling. I can do it on. Even if UFC, I can do it a little bit because, you know, obviously they are signed up to do that. But still, it's not really something I'm really used to seeing. But, yeah, um, your thoughts on that? Um, Yeah, I didn't know anything about that uh, because he's always came off like everyone likes him. You know, everyone loves Will Smith. I mean, just so I didn't didn't know anything about that. But in. As far as the smack goes, like he shouldn't have got, he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have got up there. I, you know, watching it the first time, I knew what happened, but I thought it was a, a skit. That was a word. Honestly, the way Chris leaned in, the way he, it was a bad form. I've been smacked. I've been hit. <laughs> it's just a bad form. Um, and real, that's like real hits, like no, I'm not gonna say that. I'm no, not yeah, getting yeah, real hits. Real hits. <laughs> I've been hit a lot. <laughs> Well, I, I believe you. A lot, I believe you. People hit you all the time, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and finish your saying. I'm but I, I, I hate that Will Smith did it. Like, because that's what people are going to think of from here on out. It's like what he did at the Oscars. He ruined his moment. He worked so hard for this. And, you know, and I just, it's sad. It, it really is sad. And, but I'm not going to crucify him like a lot of people are. I just, I'm glad he apologized. Hopefully he meant it. I, I'm hoping he did. I'm giving him the credit. You know, uh, I feel like the apology wasn't really a real apology. Like, like nothing in his demeanor the rest of the night really showed, like, you know, remorse. Uh, like the look at the the uh, pride they had in his face when he, when he smacked him was like it was like gratification for him. 
because Jada really is, you know, and then there's that clip of Jada like laughing, like at Chris getting smacked. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like of her, like, like laughing at, cause when Chris like, Will Smith uh, smacked the crap out of me. I'm not gonna say the explicit, but, uh, and then she like did like this deep laugh type of thing. Uh, the reason why Chris didn't really block like that, and people don't like he has MVLD. I have MVLD, so it's a nonverbal learning disorder. It's you're not picking up on social cues. Uh, sometimes you, um, so, sometimes you uh, just don't pick up like like you don't can't really interpret what's going on. And I think that with Will walking on stage, you really didn't know how to respond to it. Like, like he did, his brain didn't know how to process what was happening, you know. Because uh, he said, oh, Richard, because he's thinking King Richard, not yeah. Will, you know. And so, uh, but, but, and then like, he uh, he was, he put his foot like kind of braced because I think like something internally tells you to kind of brace for something like you, so you're uncomfortable, kind of, so you kind of brace for it. But then when he smacked him, that's when his he he kind of blocked a little bit, but then he made a little bit of a fist. But then he didn't. He 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 reserved himself, uh, and uh, just you know just was like really shocked by it. And and then like the awkwardness afterwards was just awkward. But uh, I hope that Chris Rock is healing from this. That he's uh, you know they moves on from this. Uh, you know, and I, I'm hoping that you know. Laughter also heals, so I hope that he can make us laugh, and in the process, he heals as well with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it is a little bit weird, though. Really thinking about it, you you know where Will's, how he started in Hollywood with Fresh Prince. Basically, that was his big thing. So he started in comedy, so you would think he would know. And I understand, you know, protecting your wife, or you know, he felt that she was disrespected. But I don't agree with him getting up there and smacking him. I I can't. Yeah. I mean, I've been there. I wanted to smack somebody last year. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. I had the opportunity and I didn't. And I thank God I didn't because I'd probably be in, be in jail because I'm not rich or famous yeah. like Will Smith. <laughs> you know, Will Smith. Normal people go to jail for smacking people. But, uh, but yeah, because that's assault. That is assault. You cannot. Yeah, it's you assault. Can't, the, the, you can't, it's not it's not the like it's only defense if if they lay hands on you or you threatened but not verbally threatened that's not the same thing yeah. it's not it's, it doesn't create a precedent where precedent where you can just be like oh you threaten me even if somebody calls me a word that i don't approve of or whatever it doesn't give me the right to hit them i may want to but it doesn't give me the right because that's a song um, you can't you do want- that yeah, I would probably want to, but I can't because, or if I do, then I could suffer the consequences of that. Now, yeah. it's, now it's, it's kind of like same thing with um, concealed carry. Uh, uh, you know, concealed carry, you can, you got to be careful as rules in being able to do so. And so you got to know, you got to know things, you know, before you, you can't just take it out and like, oh, I feel this people robbing this or doing this or this is happening let me help you can't do that you gotta there's rules you gotta follow rules i do have a question for you though yeah and then we can move on from this yeah. <laughs> and hopefully the world will move on um what do you think is going to happen with will and career-wise 
after this? Um, this is this is honestly what I hope. I hope that it's not just a, a year suspension. I think I think that he uh, if if the what they said about him refusing to leave and not wanting to do things or whatever, if that's the case, then uh, he should be suspended indefinitely from the from the academy. Or, you know, and be <laughs> somebody said forced to do just Hallmark movies. <laughs> but uh but no he should really there should be something there should be a there should be real consequences not just something that's a slip slap on the wrist you know you know because you know he his whole thing is who how we see him and um and maybe that will create dialogue between him and his wife to be like you can't you know in in tag antagonize me or whatever to do stuff like this i don't know uh yeah but i feel though if he actually left her his life would get a lot easier and better he would actually be able to heal from certain things that's just my take on it but as long as she's in the picture i just something's gonna seem off with him i I, and obviously something was very off Cause you just don't get up there and you hit somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like how you go from smiling to the next moment. I'm gonna smack you across the face, you know. Um, but all right, we'll move on from old uh, Willie and Chris, and we're gonna talk about. Uh, I want to talk about this real quick. Um, uh, Giannis, uh, I cannot pronounce the last name, so I'm not gonna try. Uh, he plays for the Bucks. Um, yeah, surpassed. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar bar as the all-time top leading scorer with the Bucks, and I thought that that was pretty awesome. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. If you, I don't know if you follow his career or whatever. So, I mean, I know who he is. I know they, you know, they won the finals last year, and I think he was the MVP of the season last year. And of course, he was the MVP of the finals. Uh, I think he's. I ain't gonna. I mean, he's like a top five player. Um, he, he's not a very good shooter, but you know he he's he's the best dunker they have in the NBA. Clearly, I think he's, also, I think he's a student of Kobe's as well. So yeah, he was a student of Kobe. So, but I, I mean, that's great for him though. He's still very young. I think he's still in his like mid twenties, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, sky's the limit for him. And and if he stays with the Bucks, I mean, you know, they're right there again this year. Like I mean, they're like top two seeds in the East, so he possibly could be back in the finals. So I, I think it's great for him, and I think it's great for the NBA. Cool. That's my. I just want to ask your thoughts, and then another topic of discussion uh, before we get to some weightier stuff. Um, Apollo Creed. So Jonathan Majors is in the movie. Uh, believe that he is going to be the villain in this film. Um, He's not uh, playing Clubber Lang's son, is he? I don't know. How but uh, but uh, he's buff, and uh, you know it's funny because uh, your your boy that you like, uh, John uh, Campia, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he made a he made a thing. He said this is what I hope happens. He hopes that Jonathan Majors is like a, a huge fan of Apollo Creed, but didn't have the upbringing that uh, you know um, Adonis had, you know. So Adonis kind of grew up with privilege after he was rescued and was adopted in. So he grew up with that privilege um, where uh, this guy, 
And I said, I thought, well, you know, what would be kind of cool is if he was an illegitimate, another illegitimate son of Apollo, but he wasn't rescued. He wasn't brought into that life or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. so he grew up rough and tough, but he still has that cockiness of, of his father. And, uh, and it could have been brother versus brother. And I think that that would be kind of a cool, uh, cool little setup, you know, cool little. Yeah, I mean it definitely would be better than having old Rocky Rival's sons fighting Adonis. Not that I have any problems with, you know, uh, Drago's son. I thought that was cool to bring Drago back, but I don't want to see him continue the Rocky thread, you know, uh, you know, Rocky's gone. So he, it's Michael B. Jordan's franchise really now. It's, it's all on his shoulders. There is no Rocky. So, it, you know, we're going to see what he's made of. Um, and not just as a filmmaker, but, you know, as as a solo act that he's not dependent on Sylvester Stallone being there to help yeah. carry the load with for him. Uh, as far as uh, Jonathan Majors, I, you know, I really liked him in Lovecraft Country. I liked him in the Western You Let Me Brawl. Um, uh, um, Harder uh, They Fall. Harder They Fall, yeah. Uh, so I, I really, what I've seen of him, I really enjoyed. So I did not know he was in this. I haven't kept up with it since no slaw. <laughs> yeah, there's a um, there's photos that have leaked of uh, Jonathan uh, on the set of uh, Creed three, um, and uh, he is ripped. He is uh, he got in phenomenal uh, shape uh, for this movie, and um, well, I mean. I'm interested to see that he's in it. And, of course, I like Michael B. Jordan just fine. I think he's a very talented actor in his own right. Uh, I'd be curious to see where they take this with yeah. his character and, of course, Jonathan Major's character. I'm very interested to see what how this develops. Yeah, I was going to try to pull up a picture, but that's fine. Uh, but, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, to to back, piggyback off what you said, though, I do, I do not want Rocky's son. As because uh, it because because that's never been a thing with him with, with yeah. specifically with his son, well, no, no matter who played him. I know uh, uh, Stallone's son played him in at one point. Uh, I think yeah, son is, I want I want I think that kid is dead. I think it, I think yeah, he died. Uh, yeah, tragically. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. But uh, but yeah, but obviously we know uh, the other guy that from uh, This Is Us. Yeah, Milo. Milo. Yeah, he plays him. He he has. Been the been his son, in two he is his son to me in movies, uh, and perfectly looked kind of like him too, so it kind of works. But um, I just don't see, even though he the guy in himself he is now a pretty buff guy, but I just can't. I don't want to see Rocky's son fight because it doesn't. It's not who Rocky's son kind of always hated the fact that his father fought. Other than that one movie in Balboa when he was his ring man when he was his corner man. But he doesn't really. But he didn't even like, like him fighting then either. He felt yeah. like he was in his shadow still, and you know, he no matter what he did, like he said, he was getting ahead in Rocky Balboa. And then he now announces he's going to come back, and it starts all over again. He's in his shadow again. So yeah, uh, he's never been a. He's never wanted to box because yeah. he would be nothing but in his dad's shadow. So yeah, I'm glad they didn't, they didn't go in that direction. Um, yeah. And it doesn't sound like Stallone wants to go in that direction. Yeah. 
you know. It, this one would be actually uh, directed by Michael B. Jordan, so it's going to yeah. be interesting to see his take on it. Uh, the guy who directed uh, the first two, who also directed uh, Black Panther, did an excellent job. And so, you know. Um, all right, so let's move on uh, to uh, this topic, a sad topic in both ways. Well, when one way, it's, it's, I understand why. The other one, uh, I hate to hear why. So Bruce Willis uh, announced before Jim Carrey did, but that he is, at this time, Jim Carrey is potentially retiring. Yeah. But Bruce is definitely retiring because he uh, suffered from uh, asparagus. Uh, I, I, I never heard of it. I, I might be mispronouncing it if I am. I'm so sorry. But it's a disorder uh, that uh, affects uh, cognitive abilities and uh, and speech and, and memory. And, memory and it's a sad sad thing that to hear about man i hate to hear that i've always been it really does explain though why he his his roads how he's kind of what and 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 it's bad because we always said well he's phoning it in but maybe he had no choice but to phone it in because memory and motor skills just kind of went downhill Um, yeah i mean it's like i've i'm sure you too you've been a fan of his probably since like Die Hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard to fathom really. Um, I, I can't believe it. I mean, but it's just sad. It's, it's a sad situation. Um, it's, it's almost like, like a bad dream. You know, you hear one of your, I don't, I, I guess you could say heroes. I mean, he was one of my heroes growing up as a kid. I love Die Hard. Uh, you know, I love Disney's The Kid. I mean, there's a lot of Bruce Willis films. Armageddon comes to mind. Mercury Rising, even. Sit Sense. I mean, you can go on and on. Uh, just the guy has had an iconic sweet yeah. music. Yeah, I was like, that's so <laughs> random. What? He's had an iconic film career. And, you know, he was always, he's always considered one of the staples of the action genre, even though you, you put him next to Arnold and Sly and he's so, he's like the scrawny little kid and that made it big. And I, he had amazing charisma. He was funny. He could, he was just the, the total package really. And I always greatly enjoyed him. Um, it's, but I have hated to see where his career went and, you know, but I understand now it, it really isn't his fault. It's, yeah. it's a health condition. And and Fuzz said, can you dig it, sucker? Yeah, I see. Uh, um, yeah, very yeah. Un, un, unappropriate timing, Fuzz. Yeah. Fuzz, we're talking about Bruce Willis retiring because he has a, a, a mental condition where, you know, it's – Life is going to be rough, man, uh, let alone trying to act and stuff. So yeah. hey, uh, I hate to hear that. Uh, really do, man. I I wish him I wish him well. Uh, uh, I wish his, I pray for his health uh, and his family to kind of uh, champion around him, you know, and um, I hate to hear yeah. that, man. I really do. I think I think I know Bruce Willis will not watch, watch this, but I'm. I thank him for his career and uh, in the times that he entertained us, and you know, uh, even the even the movies that we didn't really like a, a lot, we're just glad to know that well, at least Bruce is still out there doing it, you know. But and I'm glad that we did a review Death Wish. Mm-hmm. You know, we did the versus mode. 
with the original, and we both enjoyed it. And that was probably the last movie that's that went to theaters besides Glass yeah. that he was the lead in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he seemed to do okay in that one, though. I mean, it's, he seemed. I mean, I, he may have been struggling then too. Um, but I, I'm just if that was his last big role. Uh, no, he did not. Come on. He didn't just retire. It's April Fool's, so you might tell me anything today. Um, uh, Fuzz being a troll. Gotta love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, speaking of, you, you mentioned Jim Carrey as well. Um, yeah. This one hits me a little bit harder because Jim has always been my number one comedian to go to. Now, I've always said Robin's the best, but for me, Jim was my favorite growing up as a kid. I, I, Ace Ventura, uh, even in what was in Living Color. Yeah. Uh, he started that. I've seen a couple episodes he was in on that. Uh, I always loved his impersonation of Rocky and Clint Eastwood. But um, I really, man, he's had so many great characters and. I'm not sure what this means for the Sonic franchise, though. If he does hang it up, I mean, with Doctor Robotnik, Robotnik. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, you kind of butchered that. But yeah, you can't. You got you. you Robotnik. It. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. It just it seems unreal, you know, that our guys we grew up with are, you know, not only just getting old but having to step away. Well, and plus, Will made it. Not Will. I'm sorry, but uh, Jim Carrey made that comment about will smith and uh and the oscars he is saying that uh you know it was sickening uh the way that they kind of applauded and, and he wasn't escorted out and uh he just seemed over hollywood just over the whole thing and um and i and i saw that he's actually enjoying just his life of just like doing like painting yeah and just relaxing i mean the man is gonna get residual checks every time they play liar liar or every Anything, color. Anything that he does, he has done, and they sell, he's getting paid. So, uh, and then, yeah. and then with Sonic and Sonic 2, he can, I mean, he can realistically just retire. And I, and I hope they goes out on top with Sonic. You know, I think, I hope Sonic 2 is good. I, I enjoy Sonic 1. So I enjoy, I hope Sonic 2 is going to be, be good for him. Uh, uh, he mentions, Cable guy, yeah. Uh, I didn't really care for Cable Guy as much, but he was great in it. He was the most entertaining thing of Cable Guy, obviously. Oh, I love Cable Guy. I, 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 I do. I love that. <sighs> All right. If you say so there, Fuzz. Uh, by Googling anything today, is you could be – it could be – it's April Fool's. It's okay to – have fake news today. So I would say the Academy betrayed themselves years ago, though. He's not yeah. wrong. It uh, hasn't but, been relevant in a long in a long time. So, uh, so moving on from there, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, any other thought? Well, you shared some good thoughts on Jim. Um, um, well, you said you, if I wanted to, we could mention WrestleMania. I, I think we would save it after the pot, after the uh, movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. But before then, uh, what we watched, uh, if it comes back real quick, I wanted to speak about Moon Knight. Uh, I seen I was able to uh, screen the first four episodes of Moon Knight. Um, 
I absolutely enjoyed it. Uh, you know, um, that's good. Oscar, uh, 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 Oscar, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. Uh, he is, he is really good. At, he's a really good actor. I'm just now discovering him. I think I first came across him and, uh, obviously, uh, force, Force Awakens as the first time I, I noticed him. He, I mean, I probably it could have been I noticed him in other stuff before, but I just didn't know him. But that's when I first noticed him was in that film. And uh, he was also in uh, Ex Machina, uh, which uh, was an ex- excellent movie. Uh, but no, uh, this show, he does an excellent job. He's very believable. As uh, Watch out. Watch out, honey. Uh, he's very believable as um, uh who he is, Zanzi? All right, go away. I'm sorry. I love you. We're podcasting. You got me. I love you. Go that way. Anyway, um, <laughs> all, right. all right. So, anyway, <laughs> I love the show. I think it's good. I can't wait to see the rest of the episodes. I think I enjoyed the show. That's great. Uh, I'm glad you like it. Yep. What did you watch? Uh, I watched The Lost City. I saw everything everywhere all at once. Better than The Matrix. Okay, when you say it's better than The Matrix, do you mean it's better than the last Matrix? Do you mean it's better than the original Matrix? You really have to be specific here, Buzz. (laughs) But um, what did I say? I saw Lost City, and it was okay. I. It, it was it was fine. It I heard was, it was pretty good, actually. I, I didn't really, you know, it was all right. <laughs> it wasn't anything special. Um, I didn't like Sandra Bullock in the movie. Uh, it's just surprising because I, I I love her, but I didn't I didn't really care for her. He says the original Matrix. Well, now I just don't believe you. I just don't believe you, Fuzz. <laughs> um, but um. Other than that, I've been watching the paranormal activities and they're just 100% trash. So I'm sorry for anybody that really likes that franchise. Yeah. Yeah, people don't understand the concepts of podcasting. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Fuss says, imagine uh, Dr. Strange on steroids. I've heard also negative. Reviews. I haven't watched them, but I heard it was like people's little thumbnails for Morbius is always like, you know, like discussed or it's bad or whatever. So I, I imagine they're saying that Morbius is terrible. Um, but um, well, yeah, I can't say anything because it, it will kind of spoil it. But the movie is terrible. You seen it? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. When did you see it? Uh, I did a double feature of that in Spider Man. Oh, it, it was it that forgettable? You didn't even mention it. Did I not? <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I mean, Spider-Man was amazing. So, <laughs> and I saw Spider-Man first. So I was like, then we went, then we went and seen the Matrix. I was like, wow. No, Morbius, man, Morbius. Oh, Morbius. I thought, you, I thought I said Morpheus. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Morbius yet. I, I hear bad things, though. Uh, I was about to say, man, you must have got it in good. I, I don't even think it's out yet, bro. Or, or maybe it is. I don't. Yeah, know. it came out yesterday. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our podcast. Uh, we're actually, well, we're in it. Well, let's get into the thick of it. We're discussing Guardians of the Galaxy. 
um, which is by far my favorite of the uh, MCU movies. Uh, I know Fuzz doesn't believe that. I think Fuzz thinks Iron Man is the GOAT. Uh, but I saw The Bubble on Netflix. It was trash. I haven't seen The Bubble. I'll probably watch it because I got to get some more bad movies from my list before the end of the year. Well, the is only. It's a good movie. I mean, he liked it. That's true. I mean, I oh, maybe he actually liked it and he just says it was trash. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy came out 2014, uh, directed by James Gunn, who also directed Suicide Squad, the other Suicide Squad, the, the good one. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, we have a group of intergalactic criminals must pull together to stop a fanatical warrior with plans to purge the universe. And this is not Thanos that they're referring to. And this is starring Chris Pratt. Who is pretty awesome? Um, he is. Bradley Cooper is the voice of Rocket Raccoon. Vin Diesel is the voice of Groot. Dave Batista, who is Drax, this is the only best role that Batista's in. What is going on over there? I'm just giving a standing ovation to Vin Diesel as Groot because it's the best performance he'll ever give in his career. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, remember for people that listen to the audio, it's going to sound like you just flapping going down over there. Yeah, I apologize people on anchor. <laughs> yeah. And that's listening to the audio. <laughs> I, sometimes I just get carried away. <laughs> you do. Uh uh Michael Rooker uh Rooker uh, I cannot pronounce the last name Rooker I think uh yeah. Yandu uh and then uh Lee Pace as Ronan and Zoe Zoe Saldana as Gamora. Uh yeah, it's uh, John C. Riley's even even in his freaking movie. He, he's a, right, he's John a pimp. C. I like him. You can't oh, go wrong with Riley. This whole movie is just an awesome film. What is the mark? Uh, well, not marks. What's the uh, what's the numbers for this film? The numbers would be this, Aaron. It's got an eight point one out of ten on IMDb. Metacritic. Metacritic. I, I stand corrected. Gives it a seventy six percent. That's that's amazing for them. 89% like it on Google. It's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 92%. So it is certified fresh. Certified fresh. All right. So uh, we are discussing Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, like I and you've said been waiting before, for this since we started this. This is yeah, the movie you've been waiting for. This is my favorite MCU film. Uh, I had such a great time back in the day when I first watched it. I think I seen it in the drive-in, drive I want to say. Uh, I don't think I've seen it in theaters. I've seen it at the Franklin Drive-In. Um, and, uh, you went all the way to Franklin? Yeah. I think, <laughs> when you live in Bowling Green? I think we was, it was a double feature with something else. I forgot what it was. I but, bet you had uh, free tickets is what I bet. No. No. I didn't. This is just, we just, it was just like a family night. Or maybe a Disney theaters. I can't remember. I have bad memory. Anyway, um, <clears throat> you can ask my wife. But uh, Jackie, but, did he see it in theaters or the drive-in? I have headphones on. I do know this. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I love this film, though. I think that it's um, it's just entertaining from the very beginning to the end. Uh, the intro with him uh, being uh, his mom dying and yeah. uh, he, he, him being afraid to take her hand. Uh, and him running and uh, and being kidnapped by Zandu, uh, Zandu, um, and and um, 
and the kickoff was like him dancing and singing and that song playing uh, uh come and get your love um just just it's magical it's a great great movie i get the feels every time i watch it and then like you said Ben Diesel is excellent with I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. We we are we Groot. are Groot. Yeah, but that we are Groot man hits me hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, God, Bradley Bradley Cooper's voice. Uh, he's he he his voice sounds so different from his natural speaking voice that yeah. you forget that it's Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I, I have never been able to tell if it's Bradley, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, if I don't see his name in the credits, I forget that he is actually Rocket. So, I mean, that's a testament to him, his voice acting, because he's phenomenal. Um, but you can obviously tell it's Vin Diesel. Uh, he just has that deep voice. I mean, you just, it's Vin Diesel. He, he just, he, he can only go one way. <laughs> he's one dimensional. But this is a good dimension. <laughs> I love his performance here. Man, it makes me forget all about the bad Fast and Furious movies he's done. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Ben, for getting Groot. It saved yeah. your career. It really did. Like, like honestly, I, I, I think it's great casting. Um, I know Batista kind of is getting a little finicky. But, you know, listen, I'm not a big fan of Dave Batista. I wasn't a big fan of him in wrestling, nor was I a big fan of him in movies. You know, like even in uh, what uh, Dune, he's forgettable that he's even in that movie. For me, that's just it's just how I feel about old Davy Batista. Uh, Guardians of Galaxy soundtrack slaps harder. I'm sorry I left it on the screen so long. I didn't even realize that's what it said. Um, it's not wrong. Yeah, it's a good. good It was a weak slap. He is right. You're right. You're right. And that soundtrack slaps hard. It's a great soundtrack. It actually really is from beginning to end. Uh, then, uh, no. so, so I have volume one and two like on my uh, playlist. So not yeah. to get back on that, but uh, maybe it was meant to be a skit from Will Smith's point of view. <laughs> maybe he just went into business on his own. <laughs> I don't know. But it was oh. a very weak slap, though. It's kind of why I think it's fake, and, and to some degree. Just <laughs> all righty. So let's talk about some more folks right. in this movie. Uh, you no got left in this movie. You got uh Benicio Del Sar- well, actually, um, actually, uh, Peter Quill. I think he gets, I think he might get slapped sometime in this film. I'm not sure. He got something, but uh, uh, Benicio Del Toro is the collector, is in this film. Also, Glenn Close makes her MCU intro. Into this film, this is a this is a true Oscar uh, Academy Award winning actress, uh, Glenn Close. I believe she's won the Academy Award uh, before. For sure, she has. Um, but yeah, she was amazing in the Fatal Attraction. Yeah, she really was. Uh, but yeah, I think that the hottest uh, crazy woman I've ever seen. Ain't it funny how in the MCU? I thought about this with Thor. How how you are getting these Academy Award winning actors and actresses that is transitioning from like, like that's how, think about how, how uh, popular comic book films are that, that you have people 
that has crossed over into him. Like, uh, you know, I know back in the day we had Superman and Marlon Brando being, uh, you know, Jarrell. Um, and uh, so you have, you know, you have, you already had that to some some degree, but Marlon Brando at that time was not really still like Marlon Brando. Well, I don't know. It's that predates the, was did that predate the Godfather? Or, or or was that like what after year did come out? I want to say seventy. The first one came out. I want to say seventy eight, seventy nine. Uh, I don't remember. I Godfather was like in seventy two. I want to um, say I, I'm not hundred percent sure on that. I know it's a seventies film, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Seventy eight. Yeah, it was like uh, baby. In yeah, that yeah, movie. Uh, the first one came out in seventy eight, um, oh. and then uh, Godfather. Really? Yeah. And Godfather came out uh, in nineteen. Uh, let's see. Oh wow, the Godfather came out seventy two. So yeah, yeah, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So it's funny because he like they he he looked more aged in the Godfather than he did in uh in Superman. You know, to be honest. But uh, but nevertheless, my point is that you have these Academy Award winning actors that. Now back then, that's probably like, oh, you're doing a super superhero movie. Now, you know, quick question, quick yeah. question on that though. Um, these Academy Award-winning actors, do you blame that blame? Do you do you credit that to Iron Man, or do you credit to like the Dark Knight trilogy? Uh, I'm trying to think of did we have a big Academy Award winning? Well, we had Morgan. So, and then we also had uh, well, we had Heath. Uh, Heath, Heath won. You know, Heath, Heath, Heath was, I think, was he nominated for Brokeback? Yeah, I think um, so. But uh, another movie was. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, you have like, but I would say that I credit it more to Marvel. I mean, to to Iron Man. I mean, when you get Jeff Bridges in a movie, you're gonna get other Academy Award nominees or winners to come on board because it's Jeff freaking Bridges. <laughs> He's the man, man. Like literally. Like uh, he's so she's so good and he's so. You should realistic. like that fuzz. You should like that. Yeah, that's why I'm saying fuzz, fuzz. That's, we just shouted out Iron Man, but uh, uh, but yeah, no, um, absolutely think that um, that Iron Man made it possible and Jeff Bridges doing a great job in there. Then you later on you get uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins popping up in Thor, and you know now we have you know Glenn Close uh, uh, in this film, and uh, but that's you know we have more people going. Freaking even even thinking about the fact that uh um what's name he's playing Thanos, you know, that's amazing. He's an amazing actor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, um I'm forgetting his name right now. Josh uh, Rowland. Josh Rowland, yeah. yeah. Uh he, he's an amazing Goonies, actor. man. Goonies. Yeah, I know Goonies, but what I was trying to think of was actually uh uh um True Grit. That's what my, my mind was going to because he's so great in True Grit. See, that uh, shocks me that it didn't go to Jonah Hex. No, no. Why would it go to Jonah? I, it would go to Free Western. Or, you gotta or think no DC. Country, or No Country for Old Men. Old Men. Like, he was good in that movie. Also, he was in that? He yeah. was in that. He was yeah. in that. I remember. Yeah. But, the, but who, of course, I remember the dude uh, that, uh, yeah, Hor- uh, Jose, what's his name? Jorge? What's the guy that. Chris Rock was talking about Javier, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm so it, I'm not racist. I just don't know his name. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Javier, yeah. Uh, Javier bought something or another. Anyway, Bardem. Bardem, yeah. He did a great job in that movie. 
uh, won an Oscar, I do believe. He literally scared me. He was very scary in that movie. Like he frightened me. He was very scary, very calm. Yep. Not a good combination. So Guardians, uh, what was your thoughts on uh like the chemistry between the two guys? Also, we got to see obviously Stan Lee again. Also Lloyd yeah. Kaufman popped up in the movie. I don't know if you know. Do you I know, know who he is. Kaufman? I, I okay. didn't recognize him though. He's, he's in the prison. He's cheering when uh when they surround uh, uh Gamora at first. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, you know, and then group does that tree thing up his, the dudes does it always gets me every time. I'm like, ugh, yeah, that's going up his brain. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 be attacking the noses. <laughs> but uh, it's, you you asked about the chemistry between them. You know, Chris is amazing, uh, as is Peter. Peter is as Star Lord. Uh, Star Lord, man, <laughs> he's he's just amazing uh, on his own. But then you throw him and Gamora together, uh, then Rocket and Groot and Drat. You know who I'm more impressed with than anybody in this movie? It is actually Batista. Really? Yes. I love. I love my favorite line with him though is, uh, 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 he he he's he's because uh, I understand that with NDLD I'm very literal. He says he's 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 very literal. He doesn't get metaphors. And he says uh, goes over his he, head. He says it goes over his head. He says. It cannot go ahead. I'm too fast. I'll catch it. <laughs> no, but he's too slow. <laughs> but I, I loved it. And there had to be tremendous pressure on him because he knows he's in the MCU. He knows how successful it is at this point. And he's coming out of wrestling. This is his mm-hmm. first really major role. And it's sink or swim, as we say in WWE. Uh not so much anymore, but you know. But and if he if he flops with a performance, it could be his whole career. You know, he may not get another chance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very impressed with him. I mean, I'm not as as impressed with his other roles. I mean, he does fine, but he doesn't. Like I'm more impressed with Dwayne and uh, John Cena than I am Batista with his other you know overall picture. But for Drats. I got to say, I think this character is probably bigger than anything uh, Cena has done so far. Maybe not Peacemaker. I mean, I haven't seen the show. I'm just going by the movie. Um, And I don't, I mean, Dwayne's, he's got Hobbs and he's got, you know, Jumanji. But, you know, I I feel like Drats, the Destroyer, stands out. Yeah. Anything he's done or Cena at this point. And he is at this point. It, he's truly an MCU uh, hero, superhero. Uh, Drax is. Uh, uh, one thing that, as far as Batista himself, like I did say, I wasn't a big fan of his in wrestling. I did like his theme music, um, but uh, it's a good song. Movie wise, uh, I mean, I like obviously his stuff with the Guardians and the other MCU stuff. Uh, I do like, I did like him in uh, Blade Runner 2040, whatever year it was. I haven't seen that. Uh, I haven't seen Spectre. Uh, uh, I haven't seen Spectre. I didn't know he was in there. Is that the James Bond movie? Yeah, he's one of the villains. Okay, I've never seen Probably that. Probably a henchman. He's also in uh, Hotel. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Somewhere. Uh, but I didn't see that. Artemis, yeah. But I did like him in, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I liked him in. Uh, uh, the Uber movie thing, whatever it was called, with uh, Ka- um, 
I forget the guy's name, but I, I didn't hate I it. I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, Where he, the Stuber, Stuber. Uh, yeah, that one. Like, like the I like driver. my spy better though. Yeah, but I did like my spy. I thought that was cute. Um, and uh, and I, I liked him. Um, like like little things they pop up in, but you know, but like he's still at that. He's still in the MC stage of his Hollywood career. Honestly, even though he's been in Marvel films, that yeah. he hasn't really got that first really. Like you, like uh, as you know, there's a formula where these wrestlers do silly stuff or action stuff before they get into the more dramatic stuff. Um, yeah. So, so and I think I this mean, is going to benefit him long term. Mm-hmm. He didn't go the direction that Dwayne went or Cena's went, where you know, in their movies. Well, maybe not Cena at first, but Rock was kind of the lead starting off. You know, he had to really build his resume up. The rundown. Uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, um, the movie with J- Travolta. Uh, be the, cool. Be cool. The sequel to Get Shorty. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and Batista's kind of been that secondary character, uh, except for maybe well, even in this. I mean, there's not too many movies where he's the main guy. I, I think it's the comedies that he's done. It's he's been kind of the lead. Everything else, he's kind of working with. A lot of good talent. And I think that's going to benefit him in the end. I forget he's in the Army of the Dead. I forget. I totally forgot that movie. Yeah. I didn't hate him in the movie. I just thought the movie was bad. The movie's terrible. But yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, as far as this film, I think that, uh, well, I, I believe that it just is a, it works. Uh, I love the, uh, I love, when they're planning their escape from prison, uh, and uh, and Gru- and not group, but Rocket is like, um, and let me and give me that guy's leg, you know, yeah. and then and then Quill, you know, gets the guy's leg, uh, transfers so many units to him so he can get the leg, and then come find out it was just a goof. He just he's like, did he hobble one leg, you know, because it's like he's like, like what is wrong with Rocket? He's just like so. He's he's a, he's a he's a he's a prick, but I love him, you know. Um, but, he, but you know they they get along well, man. They they work yeah, well. I mean, the chemistry is honestly probably the best in the MCU as far as a group effort. Like I think it's even better than the Avenger films. Like mm-hmm. just the Guardians, I think they have better chemistry than the first Avengers. Yeah. Film. He um, said. Uh, he said. He said. He said. You totally. No, are you fake laughing? He says, "Oh no, this is a real laugh. This is a this is the realest laugh I've ever laughed, or something like that." Uh, just like, just oh man, it didn't Groot. He's like, uh, Groot agreed with uh, Quill, and he says, "Thank you, Groot, for being sensible." And then he turned around and like eats flower off his shoulder. It's like, you know, it's like it's a dumb creature. But uh, also, you know what I caught? I never caught before. Now uh, caught it this time is the. Um, is the uh, Easter egg for uh, invader uh, uh, space invaders? Because when uh, when group uh, not group but um, rocket turns the ship upward and they're shooting at the at the uh, planes coming down mm-hmm. and uh, it's like it's almost like space invaders. So I thought that that was really cool. I didn't notice. I didn't catch it the first time I saw that. I got it marked out when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, um, Lee Pace. Let's talk about Lee Pace. He is the big bad in this movie. He is the precursor to Thanos, if you will. 
<laughs> what is your thoughts? Uh, uh, or, or did you want to talk about Gamora, uh, Zoe, Zoe Saldana, or? Yeah, I was actually gonna. T- before we got to him, I was gonna talk about the sister. You know. Oh yeah, forget about that, her. Uh, you mean? Uh, they, but they're both against Thanos. They want ne- to die. Yeah. You know who I always thought it was before I seen who it is. Uh, now I, I see it, but I always thought it was. Uh, um, I forget what actress it is. Uh, I always thought it was uh, not Natalie Portman, obviously, but it was another actress that I always thought that that's who that was. Every time I seen her, uh, she kind of looks like Natalie Portman. Uh, Evan, not Evan Rachel Woods, but uh, I forget her name, but I can see her face. Uh, I can't think of what, she, what I've seen her in. Um, maybe, uh, maybe uh, what's that movie where uh, Can't Buy Me, Can't Buy Me Love? Oh, not came um, not came by me. Who was that in the movie where um, he, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., gets the girl to make her popular? It's Evan, it's Evan Rachel Wood. It's, okay, Evan Rachel Wood. Okay. Rachel. You know what I'm talking about? Rachel Kirk, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but yeah, that's what I always thought it was. But then, like, I, I but she does kind of look like her in the makeup. Mm-hmm. But I thought she's really good. I, I really like the actress Karen. Uh, I I don't know if it's Gillian or what her last name is, but I, I really like her in the role. I've liked her in the the Jumanji films. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything I've seen her in, I've really like. She stands out in just about everything I've seen her in. So I I've, I really do like her as Nebula, and I like her better than Gamora actually. Uh, you know, I like Zoe, but she's in that makeup. I, I just. I can't help but see Avatar except she's green. <laughs> she is an Avatar. Yeah, she's I'm an great. Avatar. And, and I remember watching this for the first time. I was like, is this connected to Avatar? Well, By, you know, and you know, because I didn't know if Avatar was based on anything or not. Uh, you know, she was in. She's in uh, Oculus. That's who I remember from. So she's in Oculus. Was she? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, Karen Gillian. Gillian. Oh. Oh, she's yeah, an that's right. Um, she's a sister. Yeah, she's a sister. She's the one that kind of, she's the idiot in that movie. <laughs> she was. She was an idiot, man. Who, who does that? Who, who who escapes and goes back into the house and, you know, stop, stop being dumb. Anyway, Zoe Saldana, uh, she, like, I could totally see her in the makeup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas with this Karen Gillian, uh, Gillian or whatever, she, disappears and like i said i even thought it was somebody totally different yeah. uh, but but her character seems like she's really good at that character she seems code and calculated you know um but uh but it's because of the treatment where uh thanos even though he is harsh to her uh to uh gamora but he still treated gamora better than you treated nebula uh yeah. you know and uh and and it just it's it's like Cain and Abel almost, you know what I'm saying? But with sisters. Uh so it's pretty yeah. pretty cool. It pretty interesting. Um uh but yeah, what was your thoughts on um uh, you still with me, aren't you? Yeah, right, I'm here. cool. All right, what's I'm your thoughts listening. on I was gonna ask you, so what was your thoughts on Lee Pace as uh Ronan. Ronan, um, yeah. I mean the first time I watched it, I didn't really 
vibe with him. I just thought he was run of the mill. Yeah, I, but this time watching it, I was like, okay, I'm getting his motivation a little bit better. I feel like he's a better one of the better villains that have come from at this point in time. Uh, I, I really, but here's the part that I'm disappointed by the end of the movie. Uh, I kind of would have liked to see him and Thanos go at it. I, I wanted to see that. Cause like, and he says, I'm coming for you. And Thanos just cuts him off. He just cuts the power off. <laughs> it's like, whatever. I'll be waiting. You know, I was kind of, when they kill him, I was kind of like, I'm disappointed. Cause I really would have loved to see Thanos kill him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, but you know, it is what it is. But I thought he was a good, good villain uh, this time around. And, it sets up Thanos, though. It's, it sets up the big bad. You know, this guy's bad, but we're going to get a much bigger villain in coming up soon. So, yeah, uh, it's it's a setup. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's setting up a basically Thanos, and I'm fine with that. And I thought he did. I thought he did good. I just, I would have loved seeing Thanos kill him in like two seconds. Right. Uh, that's all. And uh, I just wanted, before we uh, kind of bring it to a, a close or whatnot, uh, uh, I liked uh, the, um, I also liked um, uh, Michael Rooker uh, as uh, yes. Yondu. Uh, uh, Anything think, that man touches is gold. Yeah, he's such a, he's such a tremendous actor. Uh, like, I remember when I first really seen him, I, so I seen Henry later on in life, uh, which oh, is a, I cannot ever watch that movie ever again. It's, Me either. It's a hard, it's a hard film to watch, but um, uh, but I seen him in um, what is it? Uh, Mallrats. Uh, he's the guy in Mallrats that uh, uh <laughs> I, I forget his name now. Jason Lee, Jason, Jason Lee. Yeah, I think his name. He gives him the uh, drink, but he kind of does the finger thing and makes him sick. Um, you know, um, but yeah, he's in that movie. He's like the bad in that movie, the big bad in that movie. And then, of course, we all know him from Walking Dead, who he he disappeared into that role where I really legitimately thought this man was racist because he was so really good at, the, at that role. But it, it seems like he's a really lovable guy. Um, yeah. Just from what I've seen on like circuits of, uh, you know, being interviewed and and people meeting them, it seems like it's a very, very lovable guy. Kind of like Norman Reedus. It's, they seem like they're both really sweet, sweet down to earth people. So, yeah, I believe that about uh, Michael. Uh, when I, I go back to him, the first, I mean, it was a huge film at the time, it was Cliffhanger, Him and Stallone. Never, never seen it. Never seen it. Um, never seen it. And he plays Hal in that movie. And don't spoil it for me. I'm not gonna spoil it. It's just him and Stallone have good chemistry in that movie, and and I always go back to that performance. And you know, I know he worked with Van Damme in one movie. He's, I think he, was he also, got with Bruce Willis. I think too. I think he was in uh, Die Hard too. Maybe I might be totally wrong on that. I might be wrong with that. I might be. I don't remember him in a Die Hard movie. Uh, I might be totally wrong with that. Uh, um. Oh, he's in Belko Experiment. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he was in that one. But when he got cast as Merle, I, I just fell in love with that character. And I know he he's a racist and all that, but he just but he, makes, he redeems makes himself, himself at the end. 
He redeemed himself. Yeah, he end. does. He does redeem himself. And I was just laugh at him. You know, like, he's, he's so despicable, but he's so lovable at the same time. And that's hard to pull off. And that's honestly, to be honest, uh, and this is spoilers right at this point for Walking Dead in the sense of, if you hadn't seen this, I'm about to spoil something for you. But uh, uh, when his character leaves the show, it was a very sad moment. Like, I actually was touched by his character's exit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, uh, but yeah, he's, he was such a, he was a great character, but he's a great character actor, just to be saying, saying that. But yeah, him as uh, Yandu is very believable. And he kept calling it boy, son, but but he's doing it. And, and he really, he says, I should have ate, I should have ate you, blah, 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 blah. You know, but he wasn't going to eat him because he, like, within Peter, he's seen his son. He treated Peter like like his son. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, Rat or rat, ravager, ravager, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that he did a great job, and I can't wait. Like, part two is his movie, <laughs> pretty much. And so, he is a he, his role is uh, elevated. And, um, but yeah, I thought he's a, I thought he did an excellent job in this film. Oh, he does. I mean, he steals every scene he's in, but you know, I mean, with the, the whole the, the cast is huge, and there's so much to be stolen here. And, you know, I just, it's unbelievable what they were able to do. You pull off. You know, coming and, off and, Captain and, America. And being, yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and being, uh, and being uh, 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 IP uh, that nobody really knew a lot about, too. Yeah, I didn't even know. Like, so. we, knew, we knew, obviously, Captain America before. We know, you know, Iron Man. We know these people who yeah. were, but I had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy was, and they became like my favorite thing ever. So. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing with how they were able to take. I mean, I'm 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 assuming they're C level characters in the comics, like uh, Guardians and Ant Man. I think Ant Man's like a D level character, but and just elevate their characters to A list. I mean, that's that's awesome. I, that's why I look forward to other characters coming in to the MCU. I, I, I look forward more to that than the other sequels. Because uh, I want to see more. I want to see characters I've never heard of and, and see what they do with it. And, you know. Uh, but I thought this movie was a fantastic theme park attraction uh, to quote Martin Scorsese. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a, it's an amazing thing. It's an awesome thing. Because it, oh. it, it is a theme park attraction and it's a very good one. Um, and I, it's one of the more fun MCU films, I, mm-hmm. I think. And you said it's your favorite. I can see that. I honestly can. I could see, and I would say it's probably my top five. Honestly. All right. So speaking of which, let's go ahead and get to our marks for this film. Okay. Um, no surprise. I gave it five, five marks out of five. Uh, I think that is, uh, it's, it's a perfect. MCU film, uh, and it's so in, it's even coming back and watching it again. I wasn't bored at all. Uh, I, I liked it. it. It had a perfect mix of comedy uh, and uh, and heart too, especially at the end where Peter redeems himself by taking his mother's hand, aka Gamora's hand, you know, because he's seen his mom. Uh, 
Yeah. And, uh, and they linked up and they were they were stronger than uh you know uh Ronan and and de- defeated him. Uh mm-hmm. I loved it. Man, I just loved it. Um it, five. That's all I get that's all I can say. Yeah, and um I'm also gonna give it five mark outs. Uh I love the scene at the end with Rockets telling Groot, you don't have to do this, you'll die. And he's like, we are Groot. And it's, you know, we are family. And that touches me every time I see it. So, I mean, I I had a great time with it. And I love the end credit scene with Howard the Duck. That scene had me so excited that Howard the Duck was going to come in this universe and get his get a movie tv show something i would love to see howard join the uh honestly because the dog is supposed to be a part of the guardians it's like literally one of their one of their the guardians he's like their dog uh like in the comics but um but yeah i loved it i would love to see howard the duck end up becoming a stowaway and being with the guardians and it's just like it'd be random but i guess they can't because you have you already have rocky you can't have two Animal, anthropomorphic animals that talk. The thing is not room for both of them. But Howard the Duck, you know, I marked out. I like, I like Howard the Duck. I always liked, even this a bad, this a bad Marvel movie, but it's an entertaining Marvel movie. So yeah. I love that movie to this day. Yeah. I really do. It was, it was the very first superhero film I saw. I didn't even know it was based on a comic book. It was just a live action duck. Talking, fighting crime. I mean, I looking at looking at like Playboy, but Play Duck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, that's probably the first naked woman I ever saw through Playboy. <laughs> I, I love that movie though. Um, <laughs> um, it probably was either uh, that or one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I do want to mention. Yeah, it's not wrong. I do want to mention real quick before we uh, go to the other uh, quick little topic before we cut it off. John C. Rowley did an excellent job with his little cameo appearance in this film as well. John yeah. C. Rowley is an excellent actor. He's pr- pretty funny, and he um, he don't get enough enough love, man. This this guy's pretty pretty amazing. Um, I just want to mention him and not not overshadow his contribution to the film. I'm glad that he's officially a part of MCU as well. Um, real quick, uh, Brandon, give me the skinny. WrestleMania. I don't know what's going on. Oh well, you're the big match, I guess you could say, is Roman defending the title against the other champion. I forget who's who who's who. I don't know if WWE champion or Universal Champion, but they're both champions, title for title against Brock Lesnar. Uh then you got Stone Cold returning, which I don't know if it's a match, if it's a brawl, if it's just a talk segment. It's probably going to be him, um, Stone Cold stunning KO, and that's what I expect. But Um, I think that uh, it's going to be reminiscent of when Roddy Piper came back for the Piper Spit uh, in WrestleMania Five with uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Martin Martin Downey Jr. Martin Martin Downey, Robert Downey. Robert Downey, his dad. Yeah. yeah. Was that actually, was that Robert? I think you're wrong. I don't think it's I'm his pretty dad. sure that was his dad. I don't think it's his dad. That's, that's, that's Martin Downey. Morton Downey. Morton Downey. 
Maybe yeah. it is. I thought his name, his name was Robert Downey. No, his name was Morton Downey Jr. Uh, not related to Robert Downey, I don't think. Um, well, this lie I've been living with all my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're not related. Uh, Morton Downey uh, is obviously dead. But yeah, uh, Roddy Piper uh, took the fire extinguisher. And he also got brother, brother Love and made him strip out of his kilt yeah. uh, into his, like, you know, draws Bruce Pritchard, but uh, but yeah, um, I absolutely am looking forward to Stone Cold. Uh, that's all I know. Uh, I know the Undertaker is going to the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm yeah. excited for him. Scott yeah, Hall I'm too, interested right? in the Hall of Fame. I, I actually may watch that. Uh, Undertaker's going in. Vader's going in. Should have went in before then, but the Steiner brothers are going in. So you're giving Scott Steiner a live mic on WWE programming. Big bad booty Nothing daddy. could go wrong. <laughs> you thought Will Smith or something. Wait for wait for Scott. Wait for the big bad booty daddy to open his mouth. It also lets me know Hulk Hogan won't be there because Hogan and Steiner can't be in the same area. They have, they have legit heat. Very legit. Steiner says he, when he sees him again, he's gonna he's gonna hurt him no. pretty much. Which I don't know how much he can actually do, but then again, Hogan can't really do much either. So who else is going to the Hall of Fame? You know. Uh, it was the Steiners, Vader, Taker, Booker T's wife. Okay. And I don't know who the celebrity was. I'm not sure. Maybe there isn't a celebrity this year. I'm not sure. There was someone else, but I don't remember. Oh, who. Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, Chad Gaspard is going yes. uh, yeah, to win the award, right? Well, yeah, the Warrior Oscar. Award. Because yeah. he saved his son's life, man. That's big stuff. Yeah, um, hopefully his son accepts it for him. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm all about that. I, I used to like the old format where you had like NXT on Saturdays and then the the WrestleMania on, on Sundays. But now they're, they're breaking NXT, it up. I think NXT is on Saturday as they're well. Two nights though. They're breaking it up to two nights, right? Yeah, they've been doing it last couple years, I think. But I think NXT's right before WrestleMania starts, I think. Or it could be earlier in the day. I'm not sure. I don't know who's on NXT, though. I don't know who's – I don't even know who's on there. Yeah. Last time I saw it, it just looked bad. Yeah. So but, so I have uh, no idea who their champion is. I imagine, I Cody, I imagine Cody will uh, debut on Raw. Uh, yeah, that's my guess. Uh, that's saving for Raw. Taking on a mystery opponent, and everyone thinks it's going to be Cody, but Shane McMahon's back. I think it's going to be Shane, and Cody will debut on Raw if he is in fact there. If he has signed, you know, you never truly know. Um, and the other big match I think is Edge and AJ Styles, as far as the men go. Uh, Charlotte is, and Ronda when Rousey. The, uh, when is the uh, Hall of Fame? Is that tonight? Yeah. Okay. After SmackDown, I think. So seven twenty one now. So we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> I think it'll be starting around nine. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to think any other big matches. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Well, um, well, uh, that concludes uh, this podcast. Um, I'm excited. Well, I'm not so much excited for Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2, 
is uh, is inferior when it comes to this. So we are about to hit I mean, a little. Got to be a little excited for Kurt Russell. Yeah, Make yeah, I like Kurt. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a I'm a mark for Kurt. Yeah, Kurt's cool. I love Kurt Russell. He just he can't do no wrong. Even as a I really guy. enjoy that movie until the reveal of his character. Mm-hmm. And it just it felt like all the energy just died. Well, um, we're gonna tackle that one and then after uh volume two, what do we have? I think it's Age of Ultron. I all believe. Right. All right. Well, I'm here for it. Well, in the meantime and in between time, Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we thank you for marking out with us here on the Mark Out Movie Podcast. We went a little older, over, but if you hung in there, thank you. Peace. Also, Started like, yeah, that's right. Like, share, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Comment. What do you want us to watch after we finish watching Marvel and Friday 13th? Because that's gonna be it's gonna be a long, long time. Uh, but <laughs> we, we're open to suggestions. All right, peace.